This is the Lioness Community Project Podcast. We work with young people through outdoors activities and mentoring and coaching them about their career choices. Our aim is to empower young ones to be responsible people, to overcome every possible negative life experience they encounter and grow to become strong, independent people. Why choose hairdressing? Right, hairdressing has always been a passion of mine since I was a little girl and can handle hair. So my grandmother actually introduced me to hairdressing when I was about five years old. She bought me the Afro hair doll and gave it to me and I was sitting on her lap and she was plaiting my hair while I was playing with the doll. And through practicing and learning over the years, I learned how to braid even before I became a hairdresser. So I guess there was something in there that I saw. Yeah. I enjoy it as well, so that's the main reason why I chose it as a career. Oh. I'm a very playful person, so I like to enjoy whatever I do. Yeah. You know, and I think if I can make money out of something that I enjoy doing, put the two together, that's what I think I've done. That is so lovely because I always think that um, using your ma- um, your talent to gain money is the best thing you could ever do. So um, that is very good. And <laughs> sorry. We got a call in. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That is very lovely for you to, um, you know, take in something that, because, like, I mean, I'm speaking for all the girls. I mean, we all play with our doll. We all try to play, um, braid our doll's hair. But then at the end of the day, we don't really take it into consideration to make it, like, you know, our full-time job. So for you to actually do that, that is so nice. Um you. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, I was told that you were... You trained with um, the World Champion Hair Saloon. So what World Champion Hair Saloon was it? Um, here in Cardiff. Yeah. Um, I'm a Cardiff girl. You know, I've grown up in Cardiff. And um, at age 16, 17, I found myself wanting to learn more about hairdressing. I thought if I was going to make this as a career, I'd better go and learn and learn all about it and be able to acquire a good career out of it and yeah. in my head I've always wanted to have a salon as yeah. well so I had big goals huge goals no idea how I'm gonna get there but you know um, so the first thing I thought to do was to go to the best of the best if I'm going to learn yeah. and that was when I don't even know how I ended up in Constantino so it was a job advertisement I think I saw in South Wales Echo so I just went for interview and that's where my career in hairdressing actually started properly um, so they trained me through my MVQ level one two three um, hair extensions and numerous other things um, and that's where that's where the career started that's when I realized it was what I wanted to do yeah. as a career and by learning more by listening by having mentors like mr. Constantino I was in the best hand so I worked for them for many years um, approximately about 15 years and that was when I decided it was time to branch out on my own oh. to see mm. where yeah. that would get me <laughs> so basically yeah. you've always wanted to work for yourself yeah? yes definitely yes. that was the ultimate goal, goal. Yeah. yeah. what was it like to make that switch into working for someone else and then all of a sudden you're working for yourself um, and very hard um, it takes a lot of determination and belief in yourself and I think if you believe in what you do, and having worked for a big company for 15 years, I knew I'd gained the knowledge that I needed to pursue a career in it. Um, and with all that in mind, you have to have belief in yourself and dedication, hard work, because it wasn't easy at all. I didn't just 
pack up my bag and Constantine, it was on start earning a lot of money the next day. It took a lot of doing, it took a lot of advertising and talking to my family and my friends, they all helped me as well. So back then we didn't have Facebook or TikTok or Instagram mm -hmm. or any of that, so yeah. we had to literally speak to our friends in the clubs, <laughs> yeah. in the bars, the wherever grind. we saw them, you know, yeah. so we communicated that way. We didn't even have mobile phones. Oh, I remember yes. I used to go into club with cards. Do you remember me? Did I ever give you a card? Yes. I did, <laughs> yeah. So that was my promotion. So yeah. I'll, go, I'll go on the night out and I'll take my cards with me and dish it out to everybody that I could find and they'll call me then. Hair started happening. So do you promote um, your business now on social media? Yes, because that's the new thing isn't yeah. it you know so um we are on instagram on facebook i do post a lot of um if i do like a showcase or a tutorial um i'll post that online um a lot of hairstyles hair care that's majority of why i do yeah. is hair care especially on afro-caribbean hair because I hear, I keep getting told that it's really difficult to find somebody in Cardiff to 100%. do Africa. Hello, I'm here. I've been here for 30 years. You don't know how, how much I'm years. so happy to see you right <laughs> okay. now. Okay, so we do everything from um, going from um, chemically treated hair to transitioning to dreadlocks yeah. to colours, you know, like funky colours, bright colours the greys, the greens, the blues that are all coming in, the lilac colours, we do all of that. So it's not just one side of it that we do, like the braiding, which we were very well known for, but we also do all the hair grooming side of it, like treatments, you know, like moisturising treatments and stuff yeah. like that. When you first got into it, did you feel like there's a gap in the market here and you could really uh, use that to your advantage? Well, to be honest, I didn't actually, because mm. I didn't think like that. I was, for the first 10 years of my career, being man, I've been doing this for 30 years now, for the first 10 years, I was predominantly a European hairstylist. I didn't do Afro hair at all. And the reason why I didn't do Afro hair at all because it wasn't taught here in Wales. So you just put under a bracket of learn how to do hair. Mm -hmm. And I could do my hair because my parents trained me on how to do my hair. But I couldn't do anybody else of, of colours hair because I wasn't trained to do it so I went off on my own little trip to London and learned how to do afro hair myself and came back to Cardiff. Even when I came back to Cardiff there wasn't a huge market call for it because we all did our hair at home. So it wasn't until about 10 years ago that I decided there was, I figured that there was a gap in the market for afro hair styling and I had it at my fingertips and I might as well start using it so that's where the whole Afro hair specialist came into it. So mm -hmm. I went out and did some more training, learned a few more tricks, then, yeah. Would you say um, it was difficult learning um, how to do Afro hair? Because, like, basically, every each and every person, their hair is so different. Like, for example, my hair might be different from yours. Okay. And how to handle my hair is also, maybe also different from how to handle yours, even though we are all the same color, but exactly. we've all got different types of hair. What I found with hair, especially with Afro hair, one person with Afro hair can have about three, four different patterns of curls. Yeah. But one thing that gel them together is that it's naturally dry. So nourishment is important. 
Do you understand? So when you can nourish one pattern, then you can also nourish the other. One might need it more than the other. So you figure it out as you go along. So mm -hmm. you're constantly learning. Even now, I'm still learning because new products are coming out on the market and it's making it easier for us to be able to adapt our hair to wear it natural without it being frizzy and fuzzy. You can actually control your curls. So yeah, we're constantly, we, we are, there's a huge gap in the market for Afro hair products. So anyone that can manufacture Afro hair products is onto a winner as well. Yeah. Yeah. Would you would you recommend any Afro hair products? Cause like basically it's it's so much stress. You know, just today it took me like three hours to get one um, hair like hairstyle. Even with that, I couldn't complete it. So I just had to restart everything, and it was so stressful. What I do tell people is the best thing to do instead of going into the market and buying this, buying that, buying that, buying the other, go and speak to your hairstylist. Speak to your hairstylist. Find a good hairstylist that has knowledge of products. Speak to them. They will always have something to recommend. Going for a consultation. Most places you can get consultation for nothing. Just getting in that knowledge from the front because you have to do a test on your hair, see what porosity it is in order to recommend products. So it's not something you do from just, yeah, you know, touching somebody's hair. Yeah, you know. So it's always important to speak to the stylists about your pro about hair and the product they recommend instead of just going to the market and buying anything out there. Yeah, that is so true though. Uh, so have you heard of the Afro Hair Academy? Um, yes, there's one that is just started in Cardiff. Um, I haven't been in to see it, but I will. I'm really excited. When I heard about it, I was really, really excited because it's about time. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah. Cardiff is very ready for afro hair stylists it's very few and far between i can't find stylists to work in my salon because they're not trained on afro hair and mm -hmm. i specialize on afro hair so i have to train people myself all the time so yeah it's, it's brilliant i i will definitely pop in and have a little nose but definitely we need it here in Wales. I might pop in as well just to I think <laughs> so. I, could, so. I think so. It's yeah. You know, if it's out there, they also give advice on product. I'm yeah. sure they do. Mm -hmm. um, they'll have quite a good range of product that you can purchase from. And when you think about it, it's probably going to cost you any more than what you're paying already. But you will get good products that do what you want it to do. If I'm being honest, I've never really taken my hair seriously. Because um, when I got here, I decided, like, I really realized that the weather is different from, like, back home. Yes. So the weather can also mess with your hair. So I just had to take really good care of my hair. Because if not, I'll just damage my hair. In which I'm still learning how to, because I don't know how to handle my hair. I don't really know anything about it. And it's such a shame because, like... I try to find products, so many products, mm. and I can't find any. Yeah, you need to come and see us. How I about you make an appointment? It's quite easy. We are online. My website is live, so you can always go online and just like book in for a consultation. Come in and see us. Okay. We'll be happy to help. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We are the Lioness Community Projects. Please check us out on our social medias at Lioness Community Projects.